What's up, guys? Back at it again. Not a roundtable episode. Not a table for one episode, but this is the wrestling show that I've been promising you guys that I will be doing. This is the Rube and Rome connection. It's the wrestling show here, and this is the inaugural episode. And I have a guest today. But before I introduce him, it's me, Ruben Prime, and as always, Rome himself. Say what's up, Rome. Hello, people. I was going to say fans, but I, I dare to say people. What's up, folks? Just chilling, man. And I have a special guest. He is. Introduce yourself, uh, Joel. Ah, uh, good day, everybody. My name Joel, also known elsewhere as Cosmic Kaiser Six. Uh, good to be here. I'm glad that I could be a part of this uh, wonderful discussion set. Oh, for sure. Like we we need your expertise on uh, and insight on everything uh, non WWE because um you know as we all know there is a Madison Square Garden show a uh, New Japan ROH a joint show called the G1 Supercard and uh, actually we're attending so yeah we are yeah, yeah. so <laughs> I can't wait like first uh, you know non WWE show I'll be going to and it will be you know a fucking great experience and it's in the garden so you know what, what else can top that, you know? Yeah, I don't think I've ever been to the Garden myself. I think this will be my first, uh, well, for us, hon. I went to MSG as a kid for uh, a basketball game, a New York Knicks game. Yeah. I was really young. But I think this is the first time I'll be going to MSG for a, no, wait, we went to a wrestling show at MSG, right? Did we go to a WWE event at MSG or was that the Barclays? That's Barclays. Yeah, it had to be the Barclays. We, yeah, the Barclays. Yeah, we never went to MSG yet. I remember yeah. there was an HOG show at the same time there was a, uh MSG show where um, AJ Styles beat uh, Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. Mm. End of yeah, that, that, that was in the garden. Yeah, That, that was, was in the garden. garden. We didn't go yeah. there. But I remember like the same weekend something else was going on. But I don't know. Yeah, that's strange. I've never been to the garden for a wrestling show. So this would be a great experience. Yeah, I, I cannot wait. And, uh, you know, it's all going down WrestleMania weekend. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's going to be a lot of shows going on uh, during those three days, as well as the Hall of Fame ceremony and, you know, the granddaddy of them all, uh, WrestleMania. So, so you can say granddaddy again. Uh, granddaddy. You can say granddaddy. Yeah. You can say granddaddy. Granddaddy. Old, washed up, needs to go away. WrestleMania. <laughs> Balls hanging low six feet. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, like, I definitely cannot wait for Mania Weekend because, uh, you know, there's, you know, the G1 Supercar NXT TakeOver in New York and WrestleMania. And, you know, when we, you know, gather in real life to watch uh, WrestleMania, like, regardless of the card is bad, or good or subpar and when we're all together you know eating pizza getting some brewskis on like all that matters that we're all together having fun 
and you know wrestling is just the, the caveat it's the, it's the icing on the cake you know so mm-hmm. you know tonight we're going to be talking about the wrestlemania card our thoughts our predictions nxt takeover of course thoughts predictions on the card and g1 supercard as well and also a question that i've been kind of discussion piece that i wanted to chat about for a while is wwe's pay-per-view schedule too much is you know does wwe have way too many pay-per-views during the calendar year and my thoughts on that and you know well as Cosmic Kaiser and Rome himself's thoughts will be later on during the podcast. But guys, uh, uh, what do you want to start? You want to start with uh, the good, you know, with uh, NXT, uh, WrestleMania, or G1? Uh, which one do you want to start with? Well, oh, go ahead, Rome. No, you're good, Cosmic Kaiser. I don't know. You go. All right. Well, I mean, we could probably start off with the bet with one of the certified best uh, being NXT TakeOver New York, no longer known as Brooklyn. Yeah. Sad face when I I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Now apparently the Barclays Center represents the entire dang uh, New York area for this. Allegedly. Yeah. Mm, Hilarious. But yeah. Um. The takeover oh. is happening pretty soon. Uh, May 29th, I believe, is uh, when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's actually no wait. That's uh for that's the when the whole thing starts. I'm sorry, I'm looking at Wikipedia for the thing. It's actually happening uh the 5th of April. Excuse me. Yeah, 5th of April. Yeah, yeah April 5th. That's my mom's birthday. Oh, shout outs to mom himself. <laughs> Shout out to mom himself because himself is my last name, guys. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys. Don't laugh. Himself is my last name. Well, Rome himself, if that is your real name, <laughs> it's definitely my last name. So, shout outs to mom himself. It's definitely her birthday, April 5th. But yeah, continue. All right, but yeah, uh, April 5th, we got the NXT takeover card. Uh, I'm looking at the card as it's currently formed here. Uh, We've got the War Raiders in Hanson and Raymond Rowe uh, facing off against uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet, the tag team that's been going through quite a bit recently, uh, jumping between brands now. Yeah, I'm kind of – I have a, a little bit of opinion on that, but, you know, we just go down the card. You know, we, we'll, we'll go through each match and, you know, we'll share our thoughts on the match and, you know, and whatnot. So, Why not start off with that? We just, we yeah, we start, yeah, we start with the with the NXT tag team title match. Okay, so mm-hmm. we got the War Raiders that are you know champions versus Ricochet and Alistair Black. So, uh, guys, who you think? You know, I, 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 it's obvious, but you know, you never know. Triple H can you know at the eleventh hour, you know. But who 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 you have winning for this match? Heart. Well, I'll I'll start off then. Sorry. Um, yeah. You know, you know, what we'll do, Joe. You'll give your opinion, and I'll go after you. Okay. Okay. So yeah, we'll have some it. type of, uh, you know, we'll know, and then I guess Caesar can clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Um, but as far I mean, as fine, my bad, I said his real name. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, people know my real name already. <laughs> oh, uh, cats out the bag. We're not using kayfabe names. 
Uh, no, Kayfay was there. Remember that. <laughs> oh, you're right. Sorry, guys. My last name really isn't himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now he tells me. I totally had a birthday cake ready for Mama himself. <laughs> Damn. I know. Go back should... to the bakery and. Um, you gotta change that real quick. Yeah. Sorry, bro. That's fifty bucks. I won't get back. All right, <laughs> uh, so but good, um, as far as the. I, I don't know if this is going to open the show. I'm pretty sure it's going to open it, but I don't see uh, War Raiders losing at all, honestly. If anything, uh, when a new tag team seems to appear and has been on a somewhat dominant streak, especially with the titles on hand, yeah. they're not losing for a while. And the War Raiders, um, from what I've seen, or what I've been able to catch up NXT, um, they've been pretty strong. And that's not just holding to what they've done in WWE. Of course, I've followed them as their alternate indie name, War Machine. You know, these guys are former IWGP heavyweight tag team champions, and they've put on really good showings, even at uh, Wrestle Kingdom shows at Tokyo Dome in the past couple of years. So, you know, with their momentum right now, I don't see them losing. And given Aleister Black and Ricochet's current status as uh, drifting between Raw and SmackDown uh, for whatever the hell the reason it is in management, <laughs> um, they've st- there's still a lot of potential for uh, Ricochet and Aleister to do new things. And they're definitely not bound to the NXT confines anymore at this point. Yes. So definitely War Raiders. Yeah. Just to piggyback on that. Yep. I don't see Ricochet and Alistair Black winning just off the strength that they're on they're on the main roster now. You know, they're not – I mean, yeah, they still wrestle in NXT, but as far as we know, they're called up for sure. It's not, hey, we're going to do a, um, a ta- – like they did back in when, when ECW was still around. They had a thing called a talent initiative where they would pass wrestlers through each brand. So they would have ECW guys come up. From o- they would have guys come up from OVW and be on ECW, but they would pass them around each brand, and it, it was called the uh, Talent Initiative. And it was like, hey, SmackDown guys can end up on uh, ECW, ECW guys can end up on Raw, vice versa. So everyone, you know, everyone could basically show up on any show, and it's not like they're doing that. So from what we know, these guys are coming up to the main roster. If history has told us, um, people that are NXT champions. Um, they don't have the titles on when they're in the main roster because it's basic um, wrestling uh, principle. And that's, yeah. you know, hey, you're, you're moving up or you're leaving the company. You know, when you leave the company, you put someone over on your way out. Uh, and this terms, even though they're not leaving the company, they're just moving up to the moving up, quote unquote. But they're really moving down to the main roster because, you know, main roster sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, they're moving up to the main roster. So you put someone out on the way and and what better way to do it? These are pretty much your two top baby faces in NXT. So just off the strength of that, War Raiders is definitely retaining. Um, Alistair Black and Ricochet are going to be, I think this will be their official last match in NXT. Um, hopefully on the main roster, uh, creative gets their head out of their butt and figures something out with these guys. Because I don't know why these guys are all of a sudden, yeah, let's just let's be a tag team. You know, two guys that have nothing in common, but... That's a story for another day. So uh, yeah, War Raiders. Uh, yeah, War Raiders retaining. Um, you know, like like uh, Cosmic Kaiser said, War Raiders are retaining. Um, they just got the belts not too long ago. So yeah. Yes, and and they won the uh, um, uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. You know, even though they won the 
uh, even though they won uh, yeah, the, the tag team classic, it's like I felt like that should have been given to another to another team because Ricochet and uh, Alistair Black they're already established. Um, that was just like you know yeah. just to yeah like, let's just give give them that that, that accolade and I'll rather if you know Tommaso Ciampa and uh, you know you know he wasn't injured you know and we'll talk about that later I think that they should have won the you know if. Tommaso was injured. I think that he should have, you know, they should have won uh, the Tatting Classic and had the feud, uh, you know. But we'll talk about that with the main event because, you know, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, oh, as for, oh, I just wanted to jump in real quick before we move to the next. Yeah, one. sure, sure, sure. Um, basically, for some reason, they always have these makeshift teams of like the top guys in the Dusty Rose Classic. And I understand, you know, NXT teams, it's not that many of them. But, um, like, they had, remember one year, it was, I want to say 2016, it was uh, Samoa Joe and, um, Samoa Joe and uh, Finn Balor. Finn ba- yeah, Finn. Yeah. Yeah, Samoa Joe and Finn Balor, who uh, weren't necessarily a team. They were just, like, the two, you know, the two top babyface at the time. I told Samoa Joe turned. Um, but, yeah, it's like, I don't know, they, they always seem to do this. I guess because it gives you more credibility. Hey, you just beat the two top guys who aren't necessarily a good tag team, but you know, it's, it's too, it's, it's like, if you beat, you know, it's like, it's like in the nineties. If, uh, I don't know if like, um, road dog and Billy Gunn defeated like the rock and stone cold in the match. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. those are the two top guys. They're not necessarily a good tag team, but they're the two top guys. So you look good as a tag team going over them, even though in singles you would, you know, you would definitely lose, but uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, exactly. So, of course, like, no, no surprise here. I think that, uh, Royal Raiders will retain, uh, they just got the belts. So there's really no point for, for them to drop the belts, um, this match. And, you know, Alistair and Ricochet there, you know, they're a makeshift team, you know, they're picking up wins, on the main roster, flowing between you know both uh, main roster brands, so no need for them to you know to win the belts here, obviously. But regardless of that, they will pull. You know, both teams will pull off a excellent match, and this will definitely be the opener, if not this one, probably uh, the next match that that's on the card is uh, the UK. Uh, championship uh pete dunn versus walter Mm. and uh pete dunn jesus he has he still has that belt for like how many how many days well over 300 he's got to be like in the 400 at this point yeah he's by far the Longest reigning champion in, in the company right now. Six six hundred and three days and counting. Oh, my oh, six hundred! I didn't even consider yeah. that. He's almost I, two years. Jeez. I thought I thought it was like three hundred days. Like I I honestly thought it's crazy. And now since uh, WWE has the uh, the uh, NXT UK brand, then you know they'll definitely have that title defended more on the NXT UK takeover shows as well as the regular takeover shows because, you know, they can float between 
uh, both uh, NXT brands. And, you know, we see with uh, with Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne and, you know, the main event, uh, the main event uh, UK town, like they can put on good matches. I love the British uh, strong style. love that smash mouth wrestling. So mm-hmm. with this match with uh, against uh, Walter, uh, of course, like it's going to be a good match. Like no doubt about it. Yeah, I think it's time for Pete Thunder, you know, to drop the belt here. It's, it's like he's had the title as long as he could. So, you know, we need some fresh blood, you know, holding that belt, you know. And Walter, like you, you've seen him, like Jesus. So <laughs> I, 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 I do, I do think, <laughs> I do think that. Um, this is a night where Pete Dunn will drop the belt to uh, to Walter. What do you guys think? Oh, I definitely agree. Um, the, given that uh, Dunn has held the belt as long as he has at this point, it, I mean, it, it's not bad because, you know, Pete Dunn is a fantastic, fantastic uh, performer uh, yes. for this. He Undoubtedly, the guy deserves the accolade and, and then the, the run that he's had. But, you know, as little as I've been following the NXT UK stuff recently, from what I understand, um, from my extracurricular experience with Walter, you know, not the guy is, you know, cl- uh, a very unconventional Haas style wrestler. Um, yeah. he's, he's obviously big body. He can do, yeah. you know, crazy big body moves and, and moves real fast for a big dude too. Scary. <laughs> yeah. Super scary. And, his overhand chops too. Those are those things of nightmares. Oof. You know. Um, so from what I've from what I've seen in like on Twitter and other areas, they've been building Walter to be the uh, the what if uh, for Pete Dunne because you know Pete Dunne has been booked so strongly as somebody who hasn't had any kind of decent competition, and now with Walter, you know all up in his headlights and all that he's gonna he's gotta be feeling the fear and now would definitely be a great time for someone like Valter who pretty much again just kind of started in in WWE relatively speaking uh this will be a good way to introduce him to 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 the rest of the uh NXT and I guess by extension WWE universe yes yes uh Rome yeah um once again you guys are just hitting it on the head Pete Dunne has been a champ, you said, 603 days. Yeah, and counting. And counting. And his reign has been great. He's been defending it all over. He's been able to go to other promotions for a bit and still do his thing. You know, um, he he's definitely a dominant champion, the bruiser weight. He's, he's definitely amazing, despite his, uh, <laughs> his stature and his um, – who was it? I think it was um, – oh, man, who said it? It was another podcaster. I think, I think it was – uh, from Wrestling Soup, one of the guys in Wrestling Soup said he looks like a really mean dyke. I was cracked up. Uh, <laughs> he does. He, uh, I man, think it was a Draper. I think it was it Draper. Might have been Draper. It yeah. sounds like some Draper would say, dude. I was <laughs> crying because he does. He definitely has like almost like a you know Butch kind of look, but he's yeah. great and he's very talented in the ring, very aggressive. This Walter guy is very nice. I haven't seen any of the NXT Takeover matches, but I've seen clips. And this guy, like you said, big body. I think he was in. Um, I might be wrong, but correct me. I think he was in. Uh, um, what culture's promotion? Briefly, if I'm not mistaken. 
he was in Defiant Wrestling for a short bit. He actually had an amazing match against uh, Will Ospreay for their internet that's championship. Probably, mm. yep. So that's the same guy. Yeah, that's what I yep. figured. He's he's really good, and I can say this for sure. Um, you know, this could be the the match of the night. I mean, you look at the card, and it's it's like we say this all the time. You look at the NXT card, and it's like, of course, the NXT card is better than the the actual promotions card. But, you know, in terms of matches, I, I would say look out for this. This could definitely be uh, one of the one of the best matches of the night. Um, definitely going to be one of the most aggressive. I can tell you that this probably will be the most aggressive match on the NXT card. At least I, I will. I will give you guys that for sure. So I'm going to go with Walter. I'm going to go with Walter. Um, you know, he's a fresh guy, fresh in the company. He's only been here for a few months, from my understanding, because he came in at a takeover uh, Blackpool. Right. Yeah, I don't remember when that was, but yeah. So I'm gonna go with Walter as well. But Pete Dunne, um, I mean, what a champ, you know? Oh, and um, uh, to gotta correct myself, uh, uh, six hundred and seventy-one plus days. Six hundred and seventy-one. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Oh, That's all. he's he's about thirty days away from two years. Oh, yeah. when's the last time we've had a two year a two year active champion in, in WWE? When's the whoa? Probably not since the Golden Age back in like in the eighties and stuff. Yeah, like San Martino maybe. Nah, it's definitely it had to be maybe Hogan. Oh man, you're probably right in the Golden Era during the eighties. It had to be like Hogan. One of Hogan's reigns was probably like two years, but in the modern era, woof. I mean, the oh. last major. Uh, number holder for reigns was i think probably cm punk you know the guy that nobody wants to talk about anymore yeah <laughs> 434 434 but 671 yeah. so so pete dunn has 230 229 i'd say 28 29 days over cm punk wow that's almost a full year over oh, almost that's <laughs> insane, man. oh and let's not forget about kazuchika okada for the iwgp yes. championships yes. yes he he almost hit uh i think he almost hit a full year or uh something like up until dominion last year when he lost to kenny omega yeah almost which was so almost. weird isn't it funny I, I know we can keep on nxt but i just want to say yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. isn't it funny that the one match we we were like yeah he's gonna retain is the one he loses and then all the other <laughs> ones we were like oh kenny's gotta win this kenny's so hot <laughs> kenny <loses." laughs> Yeah, that's so. That, I always thought that was funny, man. Like he lost, and I was like, "Wait, what? He lost? Like, wait, Kenny's really the champ?" And I'm like, "Dude, this is like the fourth time. Like every time before, we were like, yo, Kenny's definitely winning this. Like Kenny's over.' And this match, I'm like, uh, Kenny will still be over if he loses.' <laughs> that, there's a lesson in that. Don't doubt Ghetto. <laughs> yes. DDG, don't doubt Ghetto. That motherfucker <laughs> knows how to write a fucking storyline. He knows how to plan around that shit." He got it. <laughs> he got the juice. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, no, speaking, you know, before we get back to the to the NXT card, um, Okada combined uh, his four reigns combined. He has uh, the title for one thousand five hundred and sixteen days combined. That's combined days too. Yeah. Whew. And I think he has the single longest. Uh, he has the longest singles run. His his last run before losing to Kenny Omega was the longest record recorded run of a the IWGP Heavyweight uh, Championship holder in the history of That's the promotion. So crazy that lineage goes back so far. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And and this is the hottest also that New Japan has been uh, from what I've seen in some other uh, charts and stuff. But that's yeah. another conversation elsewhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's really pushed uh, prestigious. Like mm-hmm. when um, his last uh, his last powder rain, you know, 720 days, like. God damn. Like, Christ, like just looking at the numbers, when he said, "Oh man, he he had he has that you know he had the title for a long time," and it's like, but then when you look at the numbers, and that's with like, you know, WWE, uh, New Japan, uh, TNA, Impact, wherever, like you you see them those numbers, and it's like, wow, like when you actually look at those at those numbers, it's huge. It's really daunting. Uh, to see, you know, those really long tower rings and all those defenses and all those matches, those growing matches. So it's it's a uh, it's a testament, man. It's a real testament. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, so now we have the NXT North American Championship getting back to NXT Takeover New York. We have uh, Velveteen Dream, who is uh, the champ. Versus Matt Riddle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, I kind of wish it was Matt Riddle, uh, you know, uh, facing uh, Gargano for the for the NXT world title. But, you know, like, you know, slow burn, you know, it, you know, it is what it is. You know, no problem here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so who, who, who you guys have won in this match? I feel that uh, this was actually kind of hard to call because oh, oh yeah that's what I'm glad <laughs> yeah, it, oh, it's, yeah it's really hard yeah I, I can't it's it's you can't pinpoint it like both both performers have a valid reason to you know to you know for to keep the belt or to get the belt absolutely uh yeah. you know velveteen has been i, I wouldn't say that he's deserved a, a title for a while because nobody really does. Nobody deserves anything. They have to get, they have to earn it. Yeah. But Velveteen dream has been putting on such great presentations in previous takeovers that it's, that it, that it, it would have been hard to see him not go on without a title on him. So, you know, thankfully, you know, Ricochet, uh, Oh no, no, I'm, 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 you know, Johnny Gargano dropped the, uh, the, the belt to him. Yeah. And I, I, Want to say that Velveteen Dream is shining pretty, pretty uh, hard right now. He's, he's yeah. doing really well for himself. But Matt Riddle is a really good contender for this. Uh, yes. Not just based off of his uh, recent work within NXT. I mean, he hasn't really done much uh, outside of like the the multi man uh, contendership match that they had not too long ago, which I kind of yeah. still need to see. But his work outside of it, outside of NXT beforehand, does. Uh, say a lot and I'm not just talking about the MMA stuff because I'm not really familiar with his MMA past yeah um, but as a, as an entertainer as a, as a performer for for that environment Matt Riddle has something and you know he he definitely could still come out smelling like roses even if he were to uh, lose in, in this match but if I have to pick somebody the numbers don't lie. I feel Velveteen Dream is going to continue to hold on to that North American Championship and keep the Velveteen Dream uh, strong for the rest of the universe. And you know, it'll be dream over for Riddle for sure. Yeah, I uh, like 
while you know while you were um, giving your prediction, it's like makes sense because uh, Velveteen Dream, especially, I remember that uh, uh what that ladder match for you know when they first introduced the the North American belt and like I said like I predicted that you know Dream should have won you know that was his his match to win. But yeah. now it's like, yeah, like he, he has the belt now for some, you know, for all the good matches that he has, you know, he's earned not, not deserve. Oh, you deserve it. No, he's earned that, you know, that title. And I want him to defend it more. And, you know, definitely Matt Riddle. He, he's, he's main event. He, he is main event. He will be, uh, in the main roster, I wish he was the one to face Kurt Angle so he can retire Kurt Angle and then retire Brock Lesnar. But, you know, that's, you know, pipe dreams. I'm but, so glad uh, you brought that up, though. Like, I'm still yeah. <laughs> disappointed as fuck. Why? I mean, nothing nothing against the man behind the Baron Corbin character, because I'm sure, you know, he's, you know, being vouched for you know, behind the scenes and being given plenty of opportunities here, if he's yeah. going to be the guy to, to uh, put the nail in Angle's proverbial WWE coffin. Yeah. But it still makes no sense. Oh, just have John Cena. It, it's John Cena versus <laughs> yes! the easiest. Who was Kurt Angle? Who was John Cena's first match in WWE? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, exactly. It, it, it writes itself, but that's... Bring that yeah. shit full circle. It writes you know? itself. It writes... You could have you could have Kurt Angle call the match there and say who's going to be my final opponent, and then Cena could have came out and said, "No, you can't see me." Why do you think you should be my final opponent? And then Cena could have said, "Ruthless aggression and punch." Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right, we're not. That'll be yo. That is a WrestleMania moment right there. That'll be talked about for decades, man. Yes. Yeah. And, and you, you want and you want to know something? I'm not even trying to flex, but yeah. I just, just thought of that while Joel was saying, while Joel was saying, oh, oh, you know, who, like, like, you know, respect to the bear, the guy behind Baron Corbin. I was just saying that, just saying in my head. I'm like, I mean, I've always said Cena should have fought him for a while, but the whole Cena coming out and Kurt was saying what makes you think you should be my final match is like pff, pff, right there. Yeah. But, uh, I don't want to get up too much off topic. Yeah, um, yeah it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. No, no, it has to be said. Has to be said. Has to be said. Yeah. So to wrap up my thoughts on the Matt Riddle Velveteen theme, I'll just say real quick, bro. Like, <laughs> come on, you guys really gonna bet against Matt Riddle? Don't get me wrong. I love Velveteen Dream, and this guy is amazing. He's one of the people that I am very afraid of when he eventually does get called up because, you know. He's going to be doing his thing for two weeks, and then the old man is going to say, I don't get it. And then next minute, he'll be in the conga line with, uh, with No Way Jose or whatever. <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah. I, I love the dream, but come on, Matt Riddle's undefeated. And I think yeah. Matt Riddle's a guy that's going to stay undefeated. Um, I, I actually see him... I see him winning the NXT title and then losing it in the multi-man and then getting called up to the main roster. But that's that's just how I see what they're going to do with him because I can see that. I yeah, see. I don't. I, I can't see Matt Riddle losing right now. Whereas Velveteen Dream, 
Velveteen Dream, if you want to be honest, has lost a majority of his matches, but he's looked so good and the character is so great that he never lost steam. Yes. He never lost steam. Uh, when he lost to he lost to Alistair Black, Black sorry. He yeah. lost the multi man uh, ladder match. He lost to Johnny Gargano. Everyone he's lost to, um, you know, he's he's basically um he's always remained the same. Yeah. Uh, you can't stop him. His momentum is good. He loses. He comes back on TV the next night. And I understand, you know, you can't constantly beat people. But I think in this situation, I think Matt Riddle is is going over. Um, he's going over clean. Uh, I think they have big plans for Matt Riddle, especially with a lot of the other NXT talent being phased out to the main roster. They need that top baby face. Yeah. Because Gargano's pretty much gone. Um, you know, Ciampa's out. He's a heel, but he's out. Um, mm-hmm. They need they need that next uh, you know up and coming top babyface. You got Matt Riddle. You also got what's his name too. Um, Keith is good. Uh, what's his last name? Keith uh, Lee. Keith Lee. Keith Lee is is uh, entertaining, but I think you know it's another story. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna go with Matt Riddle. Uh, he's gonna win the North American Championship. Before, before we continue, just for the record, since you mentioned Keith Lee, that man has a goddamn future in WWE. I saw him at, I think, uh, was it Progress? Uh, like sometime in the last uh, year and a half with, a, with, a, with another friend of mine. That yeah. man can fucking move. That man can talk. That man he's is – he he's I, I want to say that he's uh, a more – he can be a more methodical version of The Rock if he wants to be. Hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's that's big praise if I've ever heard it. it, it it's a bit strong, I, I, I admit, but he, he's 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 got an eloquence about him and a good uh, presentation to his gimmick in, in terms of uh, how he carries himself and what he's about. So I, I think the guy's got a future. But moving on, next yeah. match. Um, the next thing we have is the uh, Fatal 4-Way for the Women's Championship, including the following. Uh, Kyrie Sane, the Pirate Princess. Uh, Io Shirai, the genius of the sky, Bianca Belair, and the champion, uh, the the uh, uh, Shayna Baszler. Yes. Tommy Pickles. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Tommy Pickles. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> I was trying to remember her little uh, nickname thing or whatever. Was it the, the the Queen of Spades? I think, right? Yeah, Queen yeah, of Spades. Was, yeah. I, I was thinking Queen of Aces for some reason. Like, the Ace of Spades. The Aces and Eights. Shayna Baszler is the nice member of Aces of Eights. Oh, man. (laughs) Jeff Jarrett's booking is already working, huh? (laughs) You mean mean Aces and 0.8s? Yeah. (laughs) You should draw draw 0.8 on the ratings. Jeez. Ooh. Dang. 2014 TNA. Dang, Ruben. Put that gun away. I'm sorry, you know, I had to pull it out. <laughs> I, I, put, to, I put it back. I put it back. Shots, <laughs> he had to do it to him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, man. So uh, who, who you guys have um, uh, winning this? It's like. Uh, man, regarding the women's uh Already, I don't see Shirai or Sane winning. Uh, Sane already had a pretty decent run uh, with it. I don't, it's not unfair to think that she won't get it in down the line un- unless she gets like bumped up soon. Yeah. Shirai has some wheels left, and she's been going on at a pretty strong pace right now. Belair has probably been one of the best up and comers in the last uh, year or so for the women's division in NXT. Oh, yeah. And she has, you know, I think she has, uh, I guess, uh, value to her gimmick right now. 
that I think uh, people will latch on to if, if, if they know more about her. Uh, yeah. Shayna Baszler hasn't really been all that compelling lately uh, as champion in, in, in her now, what, second run is this? Yeah, it's yep. the second reign, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, again, I've been having, I haven't been really been following NXT all that much lately. So, you know, don't murder me in my sleep for not getting anything accurate. Um, <laughs> but from what I understand, she's not making any major waves right now, like she was doing the first time. So, you know, if there's any time for her to, to, uh, for for something to be sh- to, to shake things up in the women's division, I think it would be having Bianca Belair win the title. And uh, cement herself and, and further uh, move her career up as a uh, uh, women in the NXT world. Yeah. Um, to, to piggyback on uh, Shannon Baszler, she, you know, she's picked up the whole, uh, you know, the whole wrestling thing because when she first started, like, you know, very rough around the edges. But as time went along, like, the the character you know her her demeanor and being a heel she she's gotten that but i guess you're only as good as your you know she's the villain so you need good heroes you're only as good as the heroes that you face in this case so she needs you know a good baby face to compliment her and the first time around she had that you know, she had she had that with uh, uh, Amber, Amber Moon, and yeah. lo and behold, she's in the main roster. Uh, wasn't doing much, then she got injured. You know, w- you know, w- what do you know? So, I think for this for this match, maybe Io Shirai gets it. Either Io Shirai gets it, or um, Belair, uh, Bianca Belair gets it. Yeah. Um, that that's those are my those are my two. But if I if I were to get a definitive choice, it'll be Bianca. Like uh, I think she were to get the belt, uh, you know, at you know take over in New York, it'll be it'll be a nice moment, a nice uh, you know, baby face, you know, baby face pop, you know, and you know, I, I, that's that's where like. That's where I that's where I see them going, or they could just have uh, uh, Baszler just retain and you know keep the train going. That you know it, it's it's hard because you know when these multi multi person matches it's, it's 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 really hard to get a definitive winner. You know, so that 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 is my I'm locking it in. Uh, Bianca Belair locking it in final answer. So uh, it's it's hard for multi-man matches or multi-woman matches in this sense, but it what makes it hard is the fact that all four of these are viable candidates for for a great champion. Yeah, and uh, you know, just to wrap this up real quick on my end, um, I'm gonna rule out Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane winning for the simple fact that Shayna Baszler is the um, I mean, even though if she retains, it won't be a new champion, but she's the, currently the only multi-time women's champion in NXT. Yeah. And I think they they gave that to her just for her. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they're going to want to have a multi, um, I don't think this one, this is going to be a thing where it's like, Oh, we have a bunch of multi women champions, maybe not until like in a distant future. But yeah. uh, the way NXT belts are, it's usually like that where 
um, excuse me, you win one, you lose, and you go up to the main roster. It's always been like that. And I think that keeps the title prestigious because when you look at the NXT title lineage, um, with the exception of uh, Joe and uh, who was it, Joe Nakamura, where like they, like someone won it and then another person won it from a house show the next night and then another person won it back from them or something. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did that. That was strange. But with the exception of that, you look at all the NXT champions, and every, it's all one time. It's all one run. Seth Rollins, Big E, uh, Bo Dallas. You know, it's all uh, Finn Balor. It's all one reigns. Yep. So, um, and I just dug up some NXT names from like 2012. Uh, <laughs> Bo Dallas, wow. But um, anyway, yeah. I have to get off topic. I think Shirai is winning uh, for the baby face pop. Um, Bianca Belair could be a great foil to her. And I see Kyrie Sane. Uh, if, if Kyrie Sane loses this, um, there's not much left for her to do. She's already won the NXT title, NXT Women's Title once. So I say her and Basil are probably going to get called up soon, especially with the rumors of Ronda Rousey leaving after Mania. Uh, there's a storyline for you right there because her and Shayna Baszler are cool, so you can just call her up and basically just put her in the position that Ronda was in before Ronda left because they're, you know, yeah. they, they both want the same route MMA. They both went into wrestling. They're both friends IRL. So you can play off that. You, you know, she can start off feuding with, um, uh, Becky or Charlotte. It doesn't matter. But I do think those two are coming up, um, because yeah, the women's division, uh, needs refreshing. Cause it's, it's, but to be real, it's only like four women, four or five women doing anything on the main roster. But yeah, yep. But yeah, just to lock it in, Io Shirai I think wins. She becomes a new champion. Uh, Baszler and Kyrie Sane move up to the main roster, and you'll have Io Shirai and, and Bianca Belair face off for a month or so, and then someone else will come up. Maybe um, what's her name? Zayali. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. and yeah, you can keep it going. So. Excellent. All right. So with with that uh with that being said, we're up to the main event. Uh, NXT Championship. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. Baby. In, in two. Yeah. So I, you, I, I leave that to you. <laughs> you, you got you got you got you got the you got the the boys for it <laughs> in a two out of three falls match. Uh. Adam Cole in the recent NXT tapings won a fatal was it five way fatal five way uh, to contend for the now vacant NXT uh, championship due to uh, Tommaso Ciampa uh, being sidelined due to a neck injury. Mm-hmm. So Goldie is uh, is now vacant. Goldie's and up for grabs. Yes, yeah, and it sucks. Bro. Like I really wanted them to have a a uh I really wanted them to be uh to have their uh their few culminate because you know, it's been over two years, so it's it sucks that we we didn't get that you know, that ending that we wanted. It sucks, but we have a great NXT champion right now and his yep. name is Vacant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so Shout outs to Vacant. He's like a I lost count how many world titles Vacant has won. Everyone. Various promotions. <laughs> yeah. Every one of them. He's been at the, he's been he, he's been there when all promotions started. He's been there when others have not been able to fill the shoes 
of the Keep required around, man. He, they can definitely. You still got it. <laughs> you still, you still got, got it. it. Clap, clap, yeah. clap, clap, clap. Bacon, man. So yeah. we, unfortunately uh, for that, but we definitely have a top title, top champion in Bacon. But yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, um, hold on. Uh, sorry to interrupt, guys. Um, Marco wanted to get on. Is he is he home? Did he did he get home? Cause no, he's down in Florida right now. Oh no! So that's why I couldn't make it today. Oh no! Well, he's having yeah. fun. He, he's having when he a good time. When he gets back, he's in here. When he when he gets back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Gotcha. Damn. Like, I'd rather be in Florida. <laughs> you know, on, on this cold weather, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, like, uh, yeah. To get back on on topic. Sorry, guys. Uh definitely uh you know after champa being out like now we have vacant with the belt so of course a uh, long live vacant you know he 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 man like we all be gone and vacant will still reign supreme like that that's how that's how insane <laughs> uh the the rule uh the reign of vacant is so so with that being said, it's two out of three falls. You know, Gargano, Cole. I feel like it's uh, Johnny Wrestling's time to, you know, regardless if it, you know, if uh, Champa wasn't injured, that would have been the big culmination to the storyline of of uh, Johnny Gargano getting the belt. I, I think that, you know. Regardless of the you know situation, uh, Gargano, you know, regardless who who's the opponent, Gargano will you know be your new NXT champion, and maybe down the line they could revisit Champa and Gargano for like the third time. I, I guess they can do that, and they can have their feud and their blow feud finally. But for now, Gargano. Uh, wins and you know he'll be your, your new uh, uh, NXT champion and of course uh, what do you guys think was your guys predictions I think it's going to be a very very close match it's actually kind of scary to consider who's going to win because both guys have so much Writing on this, both guys uh, in their respective careers, you know, Gargano has been, you know, waiting for his turn for a long time. Chomp, he's got these left people chomping at the bit, uh, wanting to see him wear, uh, wear the NXT championship for a long time, especially during his uh, during his uh, stint against uh, uh, against Champa. Yeah. You know, people kind of it, it seemed like. The NXT Championship was all, was being framed around their uh, rivalry and their sub and their story for a long time, yes. and you know, unfortunately, Champa came down with that neck injury, which really sucks. It sucked, uh, man. Yeah, I mean, because I, I love the guy. You know, Champa, Champa really turned things around for himself and really, uh, really changed up his character to, to to really make an impact as a villain in in NXT, but. 
Adam Cole is definitely more than deserving at this point, not just for his name value alone, but also to bolster the name value of the undisputed era to really yeah. make them a far more credible uh, unit because they unfortunately they don't all have their respective gold anymore. Yeah. So it would have been great to see Cole with the NXT title, uh, you know, strong and, and O'Reilly with the tag titles or maybe, you know, Fish and O'Reilly again with the titles and Roderick Strong with like a with the North American or, some, or something like that yeah. or some variation of that. But it would really help cement Undisputed Era as a formidable unit within NXT. And given NXT's booking philosophies, they really seem to respect uh, how certain uh, factions are established, how they're handled. And, you know, for, for a two out of three falls match, you know, anything can go. Anything can happen. You know, all kinds of crazy ass moves, all kinds of insane uh, storytelling can take place with this. You know, yes. think there's highest possibility for shenanigans maybe there's going to be some run-ins by the by the ue uh (laughs) i'm being nice but then again yeah you know two out of three falls is usually no disqualification sometimes um but yeah no there's definitely going to be some uh run-ins for that um so it's really hard to call it's gonna hinge on who the i think i think it's gonna hinge on who the people want I think I could be very well be putting pie on my face because WWE half the time doesn't listen to the fans. Um, but if I were to pick somebody despite the, the circumstances around it and just how crazy it would be for either guy to win in a both in, in a good way, I personally am going to have to pick Adam Cole, baby. Cause <laughs> You know, Johnny Gargano has been teased into uh, doing stuff on the main roster along with Ciampa. And also we showed up in the Royal Rumble. That's usually a telltale sign that he'll be coming up uh, at some point. So, yeah. I mean, granted, Adam Cole did appear in the in one of the previous ones, I think the one before. Um, but Cole was still pretty much a relatively new signing and he hadn't really done all that much since, uh, uh, you know, in NXT uh, by then. But Adam McCall already has his – I think he has his feet firmly planted within the NXT lore. Uh, granted, Gargano's seniority is there, but I think Cole is probably going to be a, a, a little more hotter uh, coming yeah. out of this. Okay. Uh, Fair, very, good, very good assessment. Uh, go ahead, Ron. That is a great assessment, and I'm just going to keep it short and say – Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> um, and not only does it just, it feels right. Uh, Adam Cole, NXT champion. Um, I, I firmly believe that WWE or NXT since they book, um, NXT are going to like the legacy of Johnny Gargano is that he never won the big one. I think when when it's all said and done, he's going to go down with names like Roddy Piper, names like uh, Rick Rude, names like uh, Mr. Perfect, guys who were top stars, very good at their craft, could work with any and everyone, but just never won the world title. And I think Johnny Gargano, it's I think it's almost it's it's unanimously like it's it's been like that for a long time, Mm -hmm. like for the past few years. How many times have Johnny Gargano got so close? 
against everyone that who, whoever's had the title, how many times have you gotten so close and always lost to them? So I think just off the strength of that, let alone the fact that, you know, once again, they're on the main roster. They don't people that have NXT titles and are on the main roster. They don't have them that long. Kevin Owens won the NXT title, came out to the main roster, had the brief feud with John Cena, lost it a month in. Yeah. Paige came up with the Divas title at the time, won the women's title from um, won the women's title from AJ Lee. She was the first and only uh, Divas slash NXT women's title at you know simultaneously. Yeah. And then she lost the Divas the NXT title uh, not too long after. She lost it. She lost it. Yeah. So no one comes up with the title for long. And I once again, like in the tag team match, I just think it's, you know, you're putting the you putting the new guys out. I mean putting the new guys over. The old yeah. guys are on their way out. And I use the term old very loosely because you know they're not. They just the top old guard in NXT. They're moving up and they're putting the next guys over. It's classic wrestling, you know, um booking psychology. Tra- tradition. Booking psychology yeah, yeah. tradition. You put the new guy over on your way out. And that's I think that's what's gonna happen. Adam Cole's not the new guy, but he's the guy that's staying in NXT for sure. Mm-hmm. I think he's staying in NXT for a long time. If he if he does come up, I don't well first off, I don't I don't think Undisputed Era is not coming up for a long time. But if they do, it'll probably be, you know, in the summer when they have that like they, they bring up people to shake up, I'm gonna shake it up. <laughs> yeah. Shake up <laughs> in summertime. So we we have at least another three to four months of um of Undisputed Era. And NXT, while Johnny Gargano has already technically been called up to the main roster for what the past month or so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I think that's it. I think we end the show with crowd booing. Yeah. I mean, there'll be chairs because people love Adam Cole, but you know he's in heel, and we'll have him smiling his face off like usual. And we're gonna end the night off with him with the title and everyone else in the ring posing with him. Of course, he's going to cheat to win. And I do think it'll be, uh, um, you know, Adam Cole will get the first pen. Johnny Gargano will get the second. And then they'll go another 15, 20 minutes until the final pen. It's definitely going to be a long match. I'd say about uh, 40 minutes or so. I think this match will go. You know, I'm going to guess that it goes maybe 50 minutes. Just just because there's so much that that I think those guys can do with the run-in possibilities. They they got more time, I think. You're, you're right. They, they have more time. And it's only, what, five sh- five matches on the show? So, yeah. And the five matches in a three-hour – yeah, they, they're going to go – I don't know if they're going to hit an hour, but they're definitely going to go a long time. And these pinfalls are going to be I – th- I think the first two pinfalls will be close, like maybe ten minutes, five, ten minutes in between. But I think the last pinfall is going to – they're going to work another, like, half hour and to get to the final pinfall. It's going to be real clutch, and I'm, I'm very excited to see what goes down. But I think yeah, I think we end the night with uh, Adam Cole as the new NXT champion. Okay, well you know that both of y'all make very uh, good uh, you know claims. So uh, you know two to one, you know that's that's uh, I can see that. But you know with the whole storyline called you know culminating you know. Gargano and Champa now that he's you know Champa's out injured and you know, they they might get him the boat but I you know of course we'll have to wait and see at you know NXT uh, to take over New York and the card they can still add uh, by the way they can also add you know more matches to this because uh, you know we're two weeks out so 
they can uh, definitely add matches as well. They yes. can change the finishes. They could change the uh, the outcomes. You know of who's gonna win. You know, probably at the eleventh hour. But right. great, great predictions for uh, you know for uh, UK. Sorry for uh, uh, take over New York. So uh, G one Supercard really fast. So we can get to Mania because Mania is like uh uh, really stacked. So, oh yeah. So, uh, uh, Joe. Yes, sir. Um, just to sort of really emphasize how important G1 Supercard is. This show happening on Saturday, April sixth. Uh, yes. It's a massive deal. It's the first time New Japan, uh, and I think also the first time that Ring of Honor are in New in uh, Madison Square Garden at all in their respective uh, times as active promotions. In addition, it'll be the first professional wrestling event at the MSG by a non McMahon family promotion since 1960. Jesus. <laughs> since 1960. This is very much needed. I don't think people understand just how important this show is going to be. Perfect. You know, there's so much. I think there's a lot writing of the show uh, as far as providing new uh, competition, new uh uh, new talent and stuff for people to see because it can't just be a one show uh, industry. You have to have yeah. other promotions doing things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So with that in mind, we've got right now, uh, it looks like they're going to be about uh, 10 known matches thus far. Uh, some of them inc- have some uh, to be announced uh, things. Yeah. We'll gloss over those for the sake of uh, time. Okay. Um First, we have here, let's see, it appears that Juice Robinson as the IWGP U.S. champion will be facing off against Chase Owens at uh, that event. Um, Right off the bat, I got to say, Juice Robinson has been uh, not exactly the greatest uh, U.S. champion for that belt. Then again, the belt itself hasn't been treated all that well for a good minute. Remember that it was largely booked around the elite for a good minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in the time that it's been on Juice's waist, I think it's, uh, I think it's worked. It's not exactly gotten the most traction, but it's on somebody who can work and somebody who has the uh, promo value to uh, really, you know, make some, m- create some memorable banter between himself and an opponent. And with someone like Chase Owens involved, who isn't super prolific, but at least in terms of like the, the upper mainstream, but the guy can work. If you've seen his stuff in uh, new Japan, uh, he, uh, can, he can work really well. That's both singles and tag, especially in tag. He's done really yeah. well. I personally think, uh, that mm, it, it's a bit hard to say only because, uh, the, the belt itself hasn't really uh, gained much, and I don't know if it'll gain much uh, or lose anything with a transition. Right. But I'm going to go ahead and be a maverick and say, well, you know, apologies to any uh, L. Paul fans out there, because, you know, <laughs> please, the only mavericks that I uh, respect are Mega Man X enemies. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say that Chase Owens takes the U.S. championship from Juice Robinson that night, or or if not before. Yeah. Um 
we'll see what happens by then. Cause you know, chase, I think chase deserves a uh, title shot of some kind and deserves a title in new Japan for the work he's done. Juice won't lose anything. I think because he has his new stable lifeblood in ROH and you know, they're slowly building things up uh, with lifeblood on their end and in other places. So uh, I believe chase may come out of this. It, it, it's, it's either way, but for choices, I say chase. Okay. That's that's a fair assessment. Yeah, like I know Chase was in uh, Bullet Club for like forever. And, yeah, he's one of the older members. Yeah, is the as like legitimately say that he's an OG of uh, Bullet Club. So I think he he should get his fair, you know, his fair shot. You know, he should get you know definitely get that win, get that belt because you know the. The United States title, the IWGP US title, it's you know hasn't been around too long, so they they had to they had to have you know a lot of good matches, a lot of good contenders, like the title reigns uh, behind that. So if he wins, I think you know to me like I, I I'm I've been a fan of uh, Chase Owens. You know, back in the you know the early days when I you know discovered New Japan and Bullet Club and and so yeah, like I I totally agree uh, with your uh, your prediction right there. So uh, Rome. So I'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> now. Um, I have not watched enough uh, New Japan, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with Chase Owens just for the sake of familiarity. Um, Juice Robinson is really good. Like he he's improved so much. Talk about someone who's like did nothing in NXT and like found himself over the years when he yeah. went to uh totally and, totally yeah. So um and like you said he hasn't done anything really with the uh, the US title. But I mean it, it's still amazing that we're having a US title be defended because I remember that US title was made solely to help appeal to us, you know, and why yeah. us being the Westerners. So right. it's great that the you know one of the first shows at MSG will have that title present. So I, I'm gonna go with uh, yeah Chase Owens. I'll go with Chase Owens. Okay. One quick thing for a bit of trivia, if you don't mind. Um, since you mentioned that uh, Chase Owens is a bit of an OG, that's not entirely the case. He was included into Bullet Club around 2015 uh, via mm-hmm. Kenny Omega. So okay. far. F- He's far from an OG, okay. but he's but he's been there for a good minute now. Because remember, the Bullet Club started in 2013 20 under Prince Devitt's uh, umbrella. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Thanks for the correction. I was like, thank you. Certainly. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep each other honest here. So you know. Uh, yeah, yeah sure. Thanks for that, man. Yeah, so uh, what, what's uh, yeah? No doubt, man. Uh, uh, any other um, uh, high profile matches? Uh, let's see. Uh, there is going to be Will Ospreay, the never open weight heavy, uh, uh, the never open weight class champion, versus Jeff Cobb uh, for the uh, the Ring of Honor Television Champion. Both of them will be putting their respective titles on the line at MSG that night. Ah. Uh, yes, and it's going to be oh god damn! My apologies, Jim Ross, if you're listening. It's going to be a motherfucking slobber knocker. It's going to be a boomer sumer. <laughs> sure. Boomer sure. Whatever adjective you want to place for it. Look at the adjective. Slobber knocker. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> but no, um, oh, I cannot say enough good things about Will Osprey because I fucking love what he's doing. Not not only as a performer, but as uh, as I think a person because I follow him on, on on a lot of social media accounts and stuff, and he really seems like such a dedicated person to the professional wrestling craft. Uh, you know, the entertainment can you know come secondary, it seems. But he, but through his wrestling, through his storytelling in the ring, because people often like to say that the guy doesn't sell, doesn't tell stories. Bull fucking shit. If you look back at his Super Juniors uh, tournament match against uh, Ricochet, the one that got everybody talking and got Vader talking about, you know, rest in peace, Vader. Oh, this is what, what the heck was this? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but fuck. Those two are phenomenal guys flippy wrestling has been a thing for a long time far more so than the uh wwe heads want to admit or, or are aware of and will osprey is just one small percent of a larger group of people that including probably even guys like andre the giant before wwe who were also very nimble uh were doing you know a crazy high spot stuff uh even back then so you know, as far as I'm concerned, Will Ospreay is the goddamn man. But you also got to consider Jeff Cobb, who recent, who has been doing some good things right now, I think, with the television championship. Um, maybe not as, as many prolific things uh, right now, but the guy's a champion at the very least. I mean, he has, I'm sure he's been a champion elsewhere, probably with P, like PWG and other places. Um, but the guy's talent cannot be understated. Um, you know, the guy's big but he's also agile as fuck mm. and both guys i believe there could be some good chemistry there um i don't know if they've have met, uh, met up before in any other promotions but win or lose i think it's going to be great now given that they're both uh they both have their titles up on the line it's going to be an extremely hard pick because will osprey is as uh since he changed up his style to a more power friendly uh situation with his new finisher the stormbreaker and he's noticeably gained more uh, uh body weight and stuff he's definitely changed things up for the better for himself jeff yeah. cobb uh i think jeff cobb could still you know live to see another day regardless i'm gonna say will osprey comes out of this somehow unless there's some no unless there's some disqualification shenanigans that comes in that protects both guys but if i had to pick somebody will osprey uh, I'm going to go with Jeff Cobb only because we're on American soil, baby. <laughs> uh, this is a ring of honor show. All right. Let's get that it, first and foremost. So it's a cross promotion show, sir. <laughs> so it could go I, either way. <laughs> I like, I mean, Will Osprey's from the UK. So I guess the, <laughs> the Gaijin would be a little funny, but I, I, I guess I'm going to go with Jeff Cobb. Uh, but I mean, it's going to be an amazing match. Will Ospreay is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He's probably one of my favorite wrestlers in New Japan outside of uh, ZBJ, you know? Zack Sabre Jr. I said it wrong. ZSJ. My bad. See, how, how is he one of my favorites? I said his acronyms wrong. ZBGBs. ZBGBs J. You know? Six all good, man. Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. But um, so I think this will be definitely uh, – very interesting match. I mean, you could look at the card and see how how it all stacks, but I think this would be a very good match. 
uh, no matter no matter what position it's on. So, but I'm gonna go with Jeff Cobb. I'm gonna go with the familiarity with uh, Osprey because uh, uh, dude's been tearing it up in the Indies and in uh, New Japan, ROH, uh, wherever he goes, he just tears it up. I just, you know, be careful, my man. Like, please, like we we don't we don't want anything gnarly to happen when you you know get really badly injured. So, uh, Will Osprey is my my pick. Please don't, please don't die. Please. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. He's, he's been putting a lot of work into strengthening his body for power move purposes. So I think he'll be fine, uh, regardless. Uh, gotcha. so beyond that, um, just to sort of, you know, touch upon a few minor matches just for a quick gloss over, you know, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the current women of honor world champion, uh, Mayu Iwatani uh, who's all, who's a member of Stardom? I believe she's yeah. considered the ace of the Stardom promotion, so to speak. She's going to be defending the championship against an undisclosed opponent. Uh, the, the, we can't really speak much on that, but I'm sure it's okay. going to be a great match all the same. Bully Ray is going to be uh, having an open challenge in a New York Street yeah. Fight style match. Uh, you know, he had New a good... York Street Fight because I'm Bully Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bully Ray seems to be now like the new iteration of the Brooklyn Brawler. More or less, yeah. <laughs> Which it, it's nothing to laugh at. The brawler was a big deal even back then, I'm sure. Um, but I'm sure that's going to be fun more than anything because yeah. you know he, I can't he, wait for that match. I, I can't wait to see that live. Hey, remember the Brooklyn Brawler turned heel and he was like the Boston Brawler. That was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just, came out with like a Boston Red Sox jersey on. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I love that. That's oh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, that's a good part where you know sports and actual, actual sports and sports entertainment can mix. Yeah. 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 Um, also, Definitely. let's see. Uh, m- uh, the member of the Mexican chapter of Los Ingobernables, Rush, is going to be facing off against Dalton Castle. Um, I'm not super familiar with Dalton Castle outside of like a few ROH matches I've seen live, and I'm super unfamiliar with Rush, despite my knowledge of uh, the Japanese chapter of Los Ingobernables. Um, but I think that's going to be a pretty exciting match, all the same. Um, but if we're talking more prolific stuff right now for the for the uh, card, let's yeah. see. Um, and also, there's going to be a uh, an honor rumble. There's going to be like some kind of like a Royal Rumble style match. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to be involved in that, but it's going to be fun all the same. Uh, upper in the card, we have the Junior Heavyweight Championship for the IWGP. Um, Taiji Ishimori, the Bone Soldier, will be defending in a triple threat uh, against Dragon Lee. And lifeblood member Bandido. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, God, I'm. I'm. It, 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 this. This is gonna be. This. This is the match that I'm afraid somebody's gonna get in, uh, injured in. Will yeah. Osprey can handle himself fine, I think, because he probably knows his limits by now. But these guys, Ishimori, Lee, Bandido. What the fuck are necks? They don't know what necks are. They just, <laughs> they'll, they'll fall from a goddamn, I don't know, uh, assisted uh, tombstone pile driver with, with like, you know, from the top rope or something. And they'll come out talking about, orale, homes, let's do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, my God. That's going to be a, a, a hard call. 
I really think that Ishimori is going to come out of it somehow because uh, Dragon Lee and Bandido are both fantastic guys. You know, Dragon Lee's uh, stints in New Japan uh, have been great. If you've ever seen his work against um, Hiromu Takahashi, uh, currently injured a member of Los Ingobernables de Japón, get better, get better soon, sir. Um, I it, those guys are absolutely absolute madmen, and their rivalry dates back to when Hiromu was in CMLL under the uh, gimmick name of Kamaitachi. Mm. Um, so they've got, they've got a history, and their wrestling shows. Their overhand chop exchanges are absolute craziness. Like, nothing to the crazy extent of, like, maybe, like, Valter, as far as, like, caving in somebody's fucking heart. But it's still pretty nuts. Like, you hear that shit ring out in Karakuen Hall or whatnot. Um, <laughs> but I think... To, 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 to focus things back, um, Ishimori has the best chances of coming out of this, um, but not only because he's a champion, but because, you know, Bandido has his, you know, focuses in uh, Ring of Honor right now. He's still re- very much a relatively new signee, uh, despite it you know, being several months already. And um, I think Dragon I'm, I'm, Dragon Lee does a majority of his work down in Mexico anyway. And, and, and the few Indies, uh, in America. So I don't know if that, if they're really willing to put the belt on dragon Lee anytime soon, unless it's, uh, teased that Hiromu Takahashi might come back. There's no like point, no signs pointing to that right now, but I imagine for some reason there being some kind of moment where in the scenario that dragon Lee were to win, uh, or or something that Hiromu Takahashi would appear on a, on a overhead uh, video or whatever in the Titan Tron and you know challenge whoever else comes by or at least say something to get to get to rile people up and get them excited for a potential return. But if that doesn't happen, if that doesn't happen, I'm gonna say Ishimori. He's got the strongest chances of coming out of this, uh, you know, with a few bumps. But I think he'll come out of this with with the belt intact. Okay. Yeah. Like um, I gotta go for a Bone Soldier, man. Like. Like fuck yeah, man! I gotta go with him. Uh, you know that, that. Like again, it's been a while since uh, watched like New Japan, like uh, you know, like hardcore. But um, as you say, like the those three guys, they just you know, just turn it up. Like no, no necks, no. <laughs> No care in the world is gonna, you know, put their mm-hmm. bodies on the line. So I, I really like. I sincerely think that uh, uh, Bullet Club's own is gonna, you know, retain, and you know, it's gonna be a good match. Like, I want to see that live. Like, hell yeah, it's gonna be great. I gotta, you know, cringe. Like, you know, hope hopefully. No injuries, please. <laughs> but you know, the good match regardless. I'm just, you know, I'm just afraid, man. Like, you know, like just seeing, you know, like what they what they put themselves through, and you know, anything can happen. So, you know, I just hope these these guys, uh, you know, they, they'll tear it up. But you know, please be safe. Please be safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, please safety first. Yes, yes. What say you, Rome? I am unfamiliar with all three men. Um, so I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going to see this. I'm going to be there in attendance. We're all going to be there. So I, this will be a learning experience for me. Okay. Uh, I'm sure um, you'll, I'm sure you'll enjoy it all the same, regardless of who wins. Oh, for sure. 
Of course, I'm going to enjoy the whole card. I know I am. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, the next major match on the card will involve a tag team match that's going to feature IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatonga, and Tangaloa. Yeah. yeah. They will be facing off. Uh, they will be putting their championships on the line against the newly crowned uh, ROH World Tag Team Champions in Villain Enterprises, specifically members Brody King and PCO. Mm. Winner takes all. Now, I'm not wholly familiar with Villain Enterprises right now, um, much less with PCO, despite what I've been hearing uh, about him. He apparently was uh, an older he, – he's an older uh, wrestler from, from a bygone era before, but he apparently reinvented himself in a massive way because he did appear in WWF at least a handful of times uh, under, I think, some kind of like a French-Canadian gimmick or some shit. You know, Finn likes yeah. to – do that kind of dumb shit where race is involved somehow or nationalities are involved. Um, but from what I hear, PCO and Brody King are really tearing things up right now. Um, they recently beat the Briscoes. Mind you, the backstory on this match was that um, when when the Honor Rising show happened uh, or the Honor Rising tour occurred several months ago, in Japan, where Ring of Honor visited Japan and did a couple of joint shows with uh, New Japan, um, the Gorillas, I think, uh, challenged the uh, the Briscoes, uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe, because they were still ROH World Tag Champions at the time. Okay. So that was the the match was primarily going to be the Briscoes versus God, but the Briscoes lost the titles uh, in the past couple within the last two weeks, I think, uh, to PCO and uh, Brody King. I would like to see the the Briscoes versus um uh the Gorillas like I would like to see them live. But, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at least at least we got to see you know the Gorillas of Destiny though. We got to see sure. our oh, you know yeah. our dudes that yeah can't wait. See man. the Island Boys. <laughs> oh yeah. for sure. And for the record, I am going to be at the uh, Bullet Club block party, and I will be meeting uh, the Tongans and a few of the other guys there in New Jersey on Sunday, WrestleMania Day. So oh, I'm fucking excited. Do you know if their father will be there? Yo, Haku is going to be there. No question. Uh, can you like, uh, man. I want to give you a photo. Remember that photo where I did my hair like Haku? But <laughs> you want to have another son? Like, like, <laughs> sure, I'll I'll see what I can do. I'm still trying to like buy some more um, autograph and uh, photo op sessions for like the individual uh, members of the Tongans that are there because right. I have like the, the I have a photo op for the for the for everybody for Haku, Tama, Tanga, and Hikuleo as a group. But I want to get them individually if I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll show him the picture if you want me to. Um, <laughs> but as far as the tag match here goes, uh, damn, a, a lot of the, a lot of these matches here in this card are really tough calls, yeah. largely due to unfamiliarity. I'll admit, yeah. um, specifically with in my case, uh, Villain Enterprises, because I'm still haven't seen many of their matches as this unit. Um, but I'm gonna go with my gut and say that. Uh, maybe, just maybe, Gorillas of Destiny come out of the strong and win both and keep the IWGP and win the ROH World Tag Championships and really cement themselves as a really good tag team because 
Gorillas of Destiny for a good while have been somewhat inconsistent um, in terms of uh, championship reign time, um, especially with the heavyweight tag team titles, because they've won the never uh, six man championships in different variations with other members of the of the Bullet Club. And yeah. Um, and obviously those are just largely placeholder belts, the uh, six man belts in Japan and New Japan. Um, but I think that if they can manage it, if uh, things go well and if they're able to fend off a possible run in from the Briscoes or something, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think the uh, I think the G.O.D. can come out of this looking really strong. So I personally am going to lock my pick for G.O.D. winning uh, pending any shenanigans. Gotcha. OK, and um, of course, uh, G.O.D. got them got them winning uh, both mm-hmm. belts, you know, got to <laughs> got to. Uh, so. Uh, there's how many matches are left? The one, two matches left. There's two more here. Yeah, I've, I see here. I, I forgot to mention this one. The ROH World Championship will be defended in a three-way ladder match. It'll involve champion Jay Lethal, the franchise, yeah. uh, Matt Taven, the leader of the staple known as the Kingdom, and uh, Villain Enterprise's leader, Marty Skrull. Marty the Squirrel? Mm. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I am the villain, and I love nuts. (laughs) 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 No, but um, this is this is going to be an interesting match from from what I understand. Um, Jay Lethal it needs no introduction. The guy has been uh, synonymous with Ring of Honor for many many years. He's uh, been a you know, very prolific world champion multiple times for ROH and he can just about do no wrong for them. Yeah. Uh, Marty Skrull has been doing well in terms of uh, reigniting his momentum after uh, no, after the elite went off to, to pursue their AEW stuff. Yeah. Now with P- with PCO and Brody King under his wing and their recent win of the ROH world tag titles, it, seems as though villain enterprise is being treated uh in a really huge way maybe not maybe not so much in the same way that the elite were booked or in their in their strengths but possibly in some other some new perspective that i might not be immediately privy to but you know um marty Skrull has a pretty good chance in this i don't necessarily see him winning personally speaking nothing against Skrull. But he's had a few chances, I think, that I think were uh, interrupted somehow through other uh, shenanigans. Like, say, I think one chance he had to win the world championship against Jay Lethal, I think Cody inter- uh, interjected himself at one point as yeah. making a triple threat. Um, so things like that have happened with Skrull, and he just hasn't really been able to get the proper match that he deserved. Uh, and now with Matt Taven... Uh, being involved too, who also has a bit of a long-standing uh, issue with uh, with primarily ROH as the company, because for a while he's been self-proclaiming himself as the true world uh, world champion of ROH, and he had like a a purple strapped uh, belt to kind of sort of you know 
uh, prance around and uh, really get under the skin of other people, uh, fans in particular, um, you know, claiming that he's the true, the one true world champion. Jay Lethal obviously wasn't happy with that. And now uh, Matt Taven is, you know, going to make sure that he finds a way to cement himself as the one and only uh, ROH world champion in this match. Um, as far as who could win, ah oh, man, it, 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 I, I it can hate go out of way. It can, I, go, it can go out of way. <laughs> I hate sounding like a broken record about this, but yes, it really could. Um, it's uh, on proper analysis. Um, God, I mean, Jay can do no wrong with or without the belt. Matt Taven has been a pretty strong uh, heel uh, from what I've understood in the past uh, couple of uh, months, almost year that I've been following Ring of Honor. And Skrull has been chasing the belt so much uh, that I think he's got a bit of a support system going on with that. Um, So I think, and, you know, pending anything else, I want to say that Marty wins. I know I just said before that I don't see him winning, but after really thinking about it and, 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 you know, uh, reexamining what I just said about his, uh, journey to the championship. Like now this would be a really good time for him to win the world title. So I'm going to rescind my earlier point about him possibly not winning and, and say that he could win because he doesn't, because he doesn't seem that likely to win. It would be the perfect swerve. Exactly. If anything, so it, it not only would it annoy Matt Taven, but and, and and by extension the Kingdom, it would also set up a possibly good feud between Villain Enterprises and and the uh, and the Kingdom down the line if they if they wanted to. Uh, plus, Lethal and Skrull have that little their little uh, championship history uh, leading to this. So I'm gonna say Skrull. Okay. Oh damn, this is tough. I'll say I'll say I'll say Marty. Like. I'll say Marty because uh, uh, when you explained it, it makes a lot of sense. You know, those two factions they can you know have that feud and then it could be centered around the around the belt. And Jay Lethal with or without the belt, like like he's Jay Lethal. Like come on, like we, we already know who's this. Everyone that's you know listening, they know who Jay Lethal is. Mm-hmm. If you're a wrestling fan, you know who Jay Lethal is. So with or without the belt, he'll do. He'll do fine. Like he he's a star. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I feel like uh, this will be another good match. You know, a ladder match, three way ladder match. So you know, there's gonna be a bunch of shenanigans, and whew, can't wait to see this one too. So the main event, you know, the with the culmination, the, the main event, uh, Jay White as your IWGP heavyweight champion versus the winner of the New Japan Cup. So uh I a wonder little, who could be. Well, you know, right now the we're already nearing the end of the New Japan Cup as a matter of fact. Um the brackets have looked pretty strong throughout from what I'm seeing here. You know, you've throughout the whole tournament, you've got 
contestants such as Tanahashi involved, Osprey, um, Kazuchika Okada, uh, Minoru Suzuki, Sonata, Goto, Honma, Nagata, all kinds yeah. of really strong names in there. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. Right now, the current state of the brackets is now in the final. I think actually the final is going to be happening this, this evening, uh, really late this evening. If you were to watch it in the morning for, because of the time difference right now, the final two contestants to well participants of the tournament are going to be Kazuchika Okada and LIJ Sanada. Mm. Wow. Seriously, this is a that, big fucking deal. That is a, that'll be a good match. Like, dude, like, <laughs> Oh, this is like Jesus Christ. Why? Why are they making it hard for us to to predict? Why? <laughs> why? That that's the best part about this, you know. It's good. It's, I love it, but it's like it, why? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I really really appreciate that, you know, New Japan relies so much more on its wrestling content than it does any kind of uh character work uh because, you know, at the at the at the at its core, while professional wrestling and I guess by extension sports entertainment is still you know a lot of storytelling stuff, you know you still got to give it up to Jim Cornette to a degree for coining the uh, perspective that it's simulated combat, and in my opinion, Japan really knows how to get that simulated combat aspect uh, down to a T. I think that. You know, these tournament uh, events in particular really are great platforms for uh, the physicality to be shown for a lot of wrestlers. Uh, I'd heard uh, that uh, Tomohiro Ishii from the stable Chaos had a pretty good showing in some of his early bracket matches, despite not, you know, coming out on on top, uh, you know, midway through the brackets. He still did pretty damn good. Yeah. But um, look at the names involved right now. Okada, yeah. possibly one my of the greatest. Pick. That's my pick. That's your All pick right. to face off against that Jay White? That is my pick. I think they're going with a safe choice, and I think it's going to be Okada. I'm not saying he'll necessarily beat Jay White. I just mm-hmm. think he will be the necessary pick um, against, Jay, against Jay White, against Switchblade. Oh, no. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, that's It's funny you say that because I was uh, kind of feeling the same way. You know, it's important that we pay attention to how uh, the Okada Sonata match turns out. While it's extremely, and I do say extremely likely that Okada would be the winner out coming out of this, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta keep in mind all the uh, you know the history between Jay White and uh, Okada leading into this right now, because you know Jay White is on a massive streak right now, and I'm not talking about like a a, a record streak in terms of. Uh, uh, championship anything right now because he's still relatively new to the championship scene uh in new japan but as a villain he has hit a goddamn home run right now as the leader of the bullet club in this reimagined version of it and he's he's probably in one of the best versions of bullet club that has ever existed right now they've got this really strong lineup um they've got guys like jado and ghetto involved directly as um you know, as legacy uh, characters here right. uh, to further back up the, I guess, sort of balanced Japanese and foreign uh, 
you know, uh, uh, numbering of people that are in the, in the stage, in the stable right. now uh, with Okada. So, who, so, so who, who, who you have, who you have, um, who you have winning, uh, the, the finals like who 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 do you want to win okay uh, um my heart of hearts would love to see sonata come out of this because sonata is a fucking star in the making pardon me for being so uh you know french so frenchy right now with my wording but it cannot be stressed enough how both how great both these guys are you know okada is possibly one of the greatest uh heavyweight champions in any wrestling promotion right now and sonata who while not up there on uh, yet in the same echelon has all the potential to get there in his own right um i would like to see sonata go in in, in main event msg but that's right. probably not going to happen because he and the rest of his uh, los ingobernables stable are still largely mid-card at best which is largely unfair because those guys are extremely popular out there in japan and probably yeah. much more just as popular uh elsewhere probably even here in the states yeah but for storyline purposes it has to be okada Okay. Um, I, I do believe that Okada has the better chance of going into this. And as far as, and as far as of the two coming out of MSG, who could win the IWGP championship? It's a extremely, extremely hard pick because both guys have so much going for them right now. Again, Jay White as uh, a new champion, you know, looking to get his feet, his, his footing uh, as a champion and Okada probably, you know, could make another record as far as uh, wins of the championship. Though personally, I I, I really feel that White is going to come out of this, uh, you know, largely probably due to shenanigans without question because you know it's yeah. both club. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Okada really needs the belt right now. He's done already so much in his uh, in his four reigns, and in particular his, his last one uh, up until last year. So he's still very strong. He's had a pretty good redemption arc, so to speak, in the last uh, uh, six months or so, if not more. So, you know, uh, Jay White is definitely my choice. He's he, Bullet Club is going to I think Bullet Club is going to come out really strong in this event for the most part, if not throughout the whole card, then for the major belts at the very least, the IWGP heavyweight. Yeah, pro- probably the tag team. Uh and it has to be the junior heavyweight definitely has to have Ishimori out there. Chase Owens and, and juice can go either way. I think, uh, despite my prediction, but Jay white has to come out of this, uh, as champion. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't win. Yeah. Okay. He would, he would literally be a transitional champ if he, if he lost. Yeah. Right. And I think they want to put the rocket behind him. So I, I honestly, I agree with you. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Cause I think they, they want to like, Still, some people are having trouble buying him as a champ. Yeah. But I think, like, going back to Okada, as much as I, I like Okada, going back to Okada just means you don't have any faith in Jay White. And it's like, uh, I don't I don't think they would do that. New Japan's booking is pretty good. So if that was the other company, I'm positive they'd be like, yeah, we don't, we give up immediately. Boom. That's it. Like, but I don't think that'll happen here. Okay. Okay. Uh- Oh, really uh, thorough since um, we're not, uh, you know, you know, a lot of uh, uncharted territory um, with this uh, with this card. But as we get, you know, high on the card, 
there's a lot more um, familiarity. Yeah, try saying that two times. And, <laughs> you know, we we know a lot of the, you know, main event, uh, a lot of main event uh, talent and, you know, the higher, higher on the card matches. So definitely we'll be, we'll be there live. And I cannot wait to, you know, to be at the garden watching all these matches and hopefully no one kills himself. Uh, <laughs> please. And can't wait. Like, you know, I can't wait for, uh, for WrestleMania weekend. And speaking of WrestleMania, I know Rome, you're on a, you're like short on time. Uh, do you want to run down the mania car really quick, or you just want to touch on the, the three matches that matter? Um, I really, I have to run. I have like nine minutes cause I got to go live. Yes. Switch. Um, I mean, we can do. Uh, we we can just you can touch off the, the three matches, and then you know what? Yeah, this will do. We'll touch on the, just the three main matches, the three uh, world title matches. Sorry, Oscar, and then um, <laughs> we'll save the full card for uh, Super Freak as well because he wants to get on. Okay, yeah, okay. So all right, all right. That. So we can start with that. Yeah, um, I just try to make it. I try to be as short as I can be. But yeah. Okay, so we have here. Okay. So the three matches that obviously matter, uh, Raw Women's title, Ronda Rousey as uh, Raw Women's champ versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte in a triple threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal, the Universal Championship match, uh, Lesnar versus Rollins. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Jesus, when you look down the car, like no one else really matters. Oh, uh, uh, Triple H and Batista. I guess Triple H and Batista, uh, no holds barred, because uh, uh, Reigns and McIntyre. No, AJ. Even though AJ Styles versus Randy Orton is gonna be a good match, like it's 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 lacking. So yeah. With with, yeah. with with eight or so minutes left, it's fitting to have just just well these two. F it, these two. Right, the, the two universal, major matches, right? Yeah, the, the Universal title match and the World Women's Champion. Ironically, they're both Raw matches. Yeah. Right? Raw titles. So, there you go. SmackDown is, well, for a B2B show. So, I have... God, if, Kofi Kingston didn't break his break his body for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get left and, out the goddamn picture. Yes, it, it, it sucks. It's a shame if he was in the match and him and Brian were on the card... I will have uh, Kofi win, but if Kofi's winning, then they'll have Lesnar retain because they can't have Becky, Seth, and Kofi win at the same night. They can't do that. No, they could, and it would be great if they did that, but they don't want to because they feel like they're like parents, and they have to. You can't give your kids everything they want because then I don't know. They just you know how the company is. They don't want to. They don't want to be nice to us. So yeah. Vince feels like us. Us. Um, Giving us two people is enough. Yes. I need my I need my pick too. Because if it was up to Vince, Charlotte would win, Brock would win, and um, I mean, does he really care about Daniel Bryan and Kofi? I guess he would put <laughs> um, he would he would put uh, Randy Orton or, or Jinder Mahal in the main event and stuff. It was really Jinder the Maharaja, Maharaja. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I guess we could start real quick with Seth and Brock. I do not care. The booking for this has 
No, there's no booking. It's boring. Um, exactly. What booking? Yeah, there's there's no booking. Um, part of it has to do with Reigns coming back, which is which was good that Reigns is back, but it threw a monkey wrench and. You know, it's like this. Like Seth feels like he's the the, the um, he's on a back burner. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. even though Reigns, they they slowly kept Reigns out of the spotlight. You know, he's not doing too much. He's only really been on TV a few times. I still feel like everyone is like, yeah, Seth is just gonna lose to Brock, especially now that Reigns is back. So we can get Reigns versus Brock, and and they can put the title back on Reigns, and we can say, yay, you beat Cancer and he beat Brock again. So you yep. know. Yeah, uh, which is Yokozuna. great. I'm glad he beat cancer. Cancer sucks, but yes, yeah. it does. It'll be it'll be a, a Bret Hart and Yokozuna thing if they have Reigns. Oh that. my god! Yeah, yo, yo. like like that is spot on. Roman Reigns comes yeah. out. What? Oh my god! <laughs> let me let me tell you something, Seth. Oh my god! <laughs> I beat cancer, and I can totally beat you. Believe oh, that. You know how much heat. You might as well turn him heel the next night if you're gonna do that. Right. Yes. Jesus. But they can't because cancer. They they can't because cancer. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yes, uh, we we all in agreement that no one cares about this match. Um, Not really. Like if I had to pick somebody to win, it's likely gonna be Lesnar. Uh, let let let's be honest with ourselves. You know, Lesnar. Is getting a good payday regardless of what he does, and him having the big red belt on him, you know, that's just par for the course. Yeah. I. I but again, the the, the 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 booking for this non-existent zilch. No, it's there's horrible. no investment going into this. So who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah, no one cares. It's just a non. It's just a non-factor because, you know, Seth wins. Cool. It, like. Seth will have his moment, mm-hmm. but if Lesnar wins, like, ah, okay, he's gonna hold the belt hostage for another ten years. So who, who the fuck cares? And you know, uh, uh, Mister Money Bucks Vince is just gonna, you know, throw him more money for him to stay and keep the belt hostage. So nothing really is gonna change. But the match that you know I really care about is. Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, mm-hmm. The baddest, the baddest woman on the planet versus the man versus the queen. Like all I care about. Yeah. That one probably has a, lo- a lot more going into it, except it's been so shaky in recent months that it's been hard to be invested, especially with Ronda Rousey's uh, character. Sudden, not, not even just the fact that she became a heel, but it, her heel stuff doesn't really even seem all that convincing or uh, or it feels lacking, I think. Yeah. It feels like she could go a few more steps to be an unruly uh, badass that I think WWE wants her to be. But either they're not pulling the trigger on it for safety reasons or something, or something else. Yeah, more than, li- more than likely. Yeah. So as far as a win from any of them, uh, I think the smart thing would be to put that belt on Becky because the, the, the fan investment is already too strong on her to keep pissing people off more and more after all these months is not smart. Yes, I uh, absolutely agree. They should just uh, it's going to be a good match, hopefully with, uh, you know, Charlotte in there that whenever Ronda Rousey uh, you know, 
when she has her moments, Becky and Charlotte will be able to, you know, hold it on their own. And, you know, that's the beauty about triple threat matches. One person, uh, you know, stumbles and the other two, per- other two people t- uh, pick up the slack. So that's that's the, the beauty of triple threat. And there's usually in these title title matches, uh, triple threat title matches, no DQ. So and hopefully they have a DQ, you know, or no DQ, excuse me. Hopefully right. we don't know because anything can happen. And, uh, but yeah, I think it's about time, uh, Becky gets the belt and mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see, like, you know, now they put the belt on her, what they're going to do. So Rome, before you, before you had to head out, dude, uh, probably the same, probably the same, uh, you know, the obvious answer. <laughs> yeah. Um, this, this has been a long time coming, uh, I've been a Becky Lynch fan of you guys known for pretty much her whole time on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So yeah. seeing this happen is like, this is amazing. And I'm glad that she's finally getting what she deserves. Yeah. There's been a little issues um, leading up because they had so much time. I, I think that was the biggest issue was they had such a huge gap between Royal Rumble and, and WrestleMania that they were like, Oh crap, let's just book retarded stuff. <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> as opposed to just like keeping it, Calm, you know what I mean? Because they definitely yeah. like if if she's still hot. Don't get me wrong, but she's she you know lost a little a little bit. She's still popular, but she lost just a drop because of the dumb booking they've done over the past few months. But they couldn't have her. They couldn't have them not interact. Yes, you know, they had to have this happen. So, um, obviously the obvious choice is Becky Lynch. Yeah. I still think they should close the show out. They deserve to. Uh, all three women, uh, Becky, uh, Becky has never been, she's been the hottest person in the company. She hasn't never been this hot before. She's been the hottest person in the company for the last few months. She's over like Rover. Um, uh, Ronda Rousey, I can't think of her name for a minute. Ronda (laughs) Rousey has, uh, probably had the best rookie year next to Kurt Angle. Yes. Like in company history and Brock Lesnar, I'd say Brock, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle, I'd say Kurt Angle one, Brock Lesnar two, and then Ronda Rousey three as the three, the three best rookie years. People that like, you're like, oh my God, they took to this like instantly, instantly, yes. you know. And look and at their backgrounds. Look all, look yeah, at all three of their backgrounds. All three so backgrounds, collegiate wrestlers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the funny part. All three, you know, amateur athletes, all dominant in Real, real. I'm throwing out quotations. Real sports. Um, yes. Yeah, and they've they've uh, to this real. instantly. You see what I did there, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, uh, and and Charlotte, Charlotte is Charlotte. You know, she's been not only is she yeah, you, you can say yeah, she's Ric Flair's daughter, but she's proven time and time again why she is one of the best wrestlers in the world, not just female wrestlers. Period. So I think all three women deserve to close out the show, and I hope they do. Um, Becky Lynch deserves to win. We deserve to get a good ending to WrestleMania. The last few WrestleManias we've had, uh, since since Daniel Bryan, we've had crappy endings. I'm sorry, WWE. We were not cheering for Roman Reigns when he beat Undertaker. That was boring. I'm sorry. Last year, we were not booing. We We didn't boo Brock Lesnar. We booed the show. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns came on, and the crowd did not care. Nope. So it's WrestleMania. We deserve a happy send off. Can we get a happy send off WWE? Like, please, please. 
Like you can put Col- if even if you put Kofi versus Daniel Bryan on last, I, I still think the other match deserves it. But at least we know we're going to get a happy ending with Kofi closing out Mania. Just do not put Brock Lesnar versus Seth Rollins on last. We can you can you don't WWE? Can you Please. don't? <laughs> can Please. You don't? <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I'm going with. And with that, I have to get ready to stream, guys. So I have to head out. Actually, I think I'm going to stream too real quick after this. So, yeah. Oh, okay. perfect. Well, well, guys, Um, with that being said, we'll wrap it up right now. Guys, holy crap. We have went uh, almost two hours, hour and 49 minutes, 13, Woo. 14, 15 seconds counting. So, guys, oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you so much. And I want to do this more often. Uh, Rome himself, uh, Cosmic Kaiser 6. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I know it was a little bit last minute. Uh, next time, we will start much more early and we'll have another guest uh, to join uh, to join us in um, a thorough, much more thorough uh, WrestleMania, uh, you know, WrestleMania card prediction. And uh, the question is WWE uh, overloaded with pay-per-views? Mm-hmm. That's uh, we didn't get to that tonight, but you know, no fear, we'll get to that on the next uh, episode of Rube and Rome show or Ruben and Rome. It was just called <laughs> Ruben and Rome because it sounds too much like like lube. So <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll just call it Ruben and Rome. Uh, so for myself, Ruben Prime on himself and Cosmic Kaiser 6 I bid you adieu thank you and good night good night